1: Hey, welcome back to the show. Well, I was reading the uh, Wall Street Journal this weekend, uh, and they had a really interesting article uh, in regards to the new uh, EV battle Tesla versus toyota uh, and basically the article focused on uh, elon musk's vision for an electric vehicle future which is being challenged by toyota's hybrid plans uh musk wants to owe, make the world electric of course targeting annual vehicle deliveries that would overtake toyota to become the best-selling automaker before 2030. now toyota is been viewed to a certain degree uh, as a bit of a laggard in the issue of EVs. Uh, there appear to be, certainly where I sit, uh, still very much focused on um, the hybrid, but one would argue they're slowly dipping their feet uh, in the water there in regards to being competitive with, uh, with Tesla. But I wanted to speak to our next guest because he knows this market very well. Jeremy Cato is an automotive journalist at CatoCarGuy.com, and he joins us now. Jeremy, thank you for uh, speaking to us today. Great to be here. Hope you're well. I'm doing very well. Hope you're well. Is why I, you were in Europe, were you not? Uh, last month. Last month. I went to, well, I we'll, we'll touch on the trip because I'm very curious as to what you thought of the EV market in Europe. But let's focus a little bit on uh, Tesla versus Toyota just for a second here. Give me a sense of where Toyota is and where Tesla is in regards to Their visions of, of, uh, I guess, a cleaner, greener future in regards to how these vehicles, the vehicles they want to sell, what's their worldview uh, for both companies?
0: As you probably know, Toyota has been dragged kicking and screaming into the EV world, but Toyota is there now. And in fact, uh, in a recent video that I did, uh, I noted that at the last shareholders meeting in June, um, one of the big questions rattling around for Toyota's shareholders was, can Toyota beat Tesla in battery electric vehicles? And Toyota stood up very firmly and said, Oh yes, we're going we're to beat them in battery. We're going to beat Tesla in battery electric vehicles. But that is only a part of their electrification strategy. You know, going back 20 odd years now with the Prius. So Toyota's plan is to have a, a selection of different vehicles. Um, that will have some sort of electrification, and uh, and that will allow it to compete globally because only rich countries can afford electric vehicles. If you're in India, if, you know, uh, you, no one in India except a very tiny sliver of the population can f- afford an EV, a pure battery electric vehicle. So that's Toyota's position is have a range of vehicles. Toyota has already built a dedicated EV factory and uh, development center, and uh, has dedicated platforms and is working with panasonic on its batteries tesla well tesla do you want me to stop yeah yeah go for it go for it <laughs> uh, well i mean tesla's strengths are, are pretty obvious it's extremely profitable uh one of the most car profitable car makers uh ever uh however you know there are a lot of headwinds for for tesla now Ah, uh, the lineup is pretty old. I mean, the the Model S is more is a decade plus old now. It, and while there's been upgrades to the software, it's still a kind of a tired design, and uh, so that's a bit of a problem. And the whole the whole fleet, Tesla's really dogged by uh, quality issues. Um, you know, it, it you know it, that, that's been an ongoing issue tesla has battery challenges it relies heavily on suppliers unlike say another competitor like the chinese company byd which is completely vertically integrated and tesla doesn't have strong sales outside of a few key markets europe china and the united states toyota on the other hand is hugely powerful in a lot of markets where battery electric vehicles and even hybrids are not really relevant at this, you know, at the present time. You know, poorer markets, emerging markets, that sort of thing.
1: Mm -hmm. So in the case of Toyota, they'll have obviously full EV uh, models available. Uh, And I was reading somewhere, they they say they have technology that would allow an EV to to travel 900 kilometers before you need to charge it. And that charge would only take 10 minutes. Why are they not going even more aggressively in the U.S. market in Canada, in Europe, uh, and some of these uh, developed nations, because one would assume that's a huge selling point, but yet it seems that they're still thinking hybrid is still the way to go, more so than even EV, all EV.
0: Right, well, I mean, Toyota claims, um, with not a lot of, you know, on-the-ground evidence yet, that it has uh, got solid-state batteries, which um, are much uh, much improved for range and durability over the existing electrolyte-style uh, batteries that are out there. And they, they claim that, that they are coming more and more uh, and more quickly, and w- that will help them leapfrog Tesla, which is you know, heavily reliant on its battery supplier, which is mostly Panasonic. Um, so that's one piece. But I I think the the real story with Toyota is Toyota is a global car company, and this is the way the company sees itself, um, as a global automotive company, a mobility company that sells vehicles in all sorts of markets. And the battery electric um, phenomenon is a rich country phenomenon outside of China, of course. Uh, but China is a different story because everything is government-subsidized in China, you know, including most of its industries, or at least they're government-controlled. So Toyota wants to sell vehicles in places in South America where you, there is no such thing as an EV charger, in places in, in Asia where there's no, Africa where there's no charger. So what you're seeing from Toyota is a focus on providing vehicles for the, for the world, where Toyota sells all these vehicles. And remember, Toyota sells Oh, close to 11 million vehicles a year now. So that's, that's why Toyota is slow walking some of these things. And frankly, if you talk to Toyota executives quietly on the side, they're still not sold on the idea that battery electric vehicles are ultimately going to be as big a thing as our politicians would like to think. And keeping in mind, you know, that our regulations from the federal government Um, for battery electric vehicles in Canada start to kick in seriously in 2026. 20% of all new vehicles sold in Canada are supposed to be BEVs. I'm not sure that's realistic, but that's what the loss is right
1: now. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, a Toyota is also a global company. I I was shocked yeah. when I go to Afghanistan. You know, covering war zones, ten to one, they're all driving Toyotas. I'm just shocked yeah. at how many Toyotas even seen countries like Afghanistan. But getting back to the issue of Tesla for a moment, I was reading also that while you know EV sales are growing, they're not a growing as Quickly as they once did, meaning the low-hanging fruit in regards the the first-time buyer, they're they're gone, and that second that that other buyer, the next level of buyer, is going. Wait a minute, fifty thousand for one Tesla. It's a two-car family. It's a hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Um, are we hitting a wall there in regards to that that next generation of EV sale? If the prices are sitting at fifty thousand or sixty thousand dollars a year, that's out of that's you know that's too much for most families.
0: <laughs> Jazz. If if I could buy an EV for fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> I'd be a genius. Um, you know, there there are very few. I mean, there's a few like the uh, the Kia Nero, which sort of are in that fifty thousand range. But if you if you look at the, the numbers, I mean, Auto Trader reports that the average uh, selling price of an EV in Canada is somewhere around seventy three to seventy five thousand hmm. dollars after subsidies um so you know well at that price there are no subsidies but you know that it's it, you know the average family household income in Canada $75,000 yeah uh, and so you know you, are you going to spend a year's salary on a car um <laughs> you know my first car cost 250 bucks so um now that was a little while ago Any, anyway the the, the I, I think what you really asked is have we Have all the early adopters bought their EVs? Mm -hmm. And if you talk to people in the car business, they say, yes, they have. And now the trick is, how do you get the next level of buyer in there? And the only way to do that, and truly, the only way to get the non-early adopters, the people that might be interested, is to lower the prices, number one. But number two, infrastructure is still a huge problem in this country and in the United States and other places i mean getting your vehicle charged is is problematic and let me just can i can i just tell you yeah. one personal thing here yep. you know i have a you know i've had i have a uh, an interest in a in a one particular tower in north vancouver that's an older tower i've got some properties there mm-hmm. and <laughs> You know, as as president of the Strata Council, we just commissioned an EV ready plan to see if we could install just the infrastructure to put chargers in our building. Yeah, that doesn't mean that's not the chargers themselves. That's just the wiring and the conductors and the relays and all that stuff. 152 units in this building, 300 thousand dollars just to wire it so that somebody can spend two or three thousand dollars to put a charger in their parking spot three hundred thousand dollars now there's two as i've seen it there's two electric vehicles in this building there is no way um you know we could go as a as a strata council to our members and say would you all like to contribute twenty five hundred dollars each to an infrastructure um that you'll never use Yeah, that's not (laughs) going to happen. And, and, you know, in North Vancouver, lower Lonsdale, where I live, um, there's one fast charger. There's one BC Hydro fast charger. So that's pretty commonplace, especially once you get out of the big cities in Canada, uh, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's hard to get a a vehicle charged.
1: Yeah, and that's where I guess Toyota says, wait a minute here, that's exactly what we're talking about. Hybrids would be better at this moment.
0: That's what they're saying. If I'm spending my money, I would buy a hybrid right now. You cut your CO2 emissions in half, and you have your fuel bill. Yeah. It's a pretty good start, you know, know, because global warming is real.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Jeremy, as always, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Uh All right.